You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, Real Estate Runway listeners, today we have a special guest. All my guests are special, but this one I work with almost every day. Her name is Sarah Sullivan. She's the founder of Sugo Capital based in California. And Sarah is an educator. She has worked at the highest ranks in Silicon Valley. She's actually been in the circus industry. So that's going to be a fun one for later in the episode. But she primarily spends her time today educating investors on how to invest in real estate the way that her and I do together. She's a habitual partner of mine. We have co-sponsored many deals together. But first and foremost, she has a giver's heart. And she is of the opinion that this stuff should not be a secret left to the wealthy. It should be given to everyone to build their own wealth and if you're not educated in something, you should never invest in it, by the way. That's that's her mantra. So without further ado, here is Sarah Sullivan. I hope you enjoy. Here we go. All right, Real Estate Runway family, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. I'm your host, Chad Sutton, and I'm joined today with the amazing Sarah Sullivan of Sugo Capital. Sarah is owner and founder of Sugo Capital, which is an investment company that connects investors to strong passive income via real estate. Sarah's passion in life is sharing her knowledge about real estate, investing in general, and helping people advance on their wealth building path. She went from a Silicon Valley a nine to five full-time real estate investor in less than two years. And she is the host of the Confident Investor Summit. Sugo Capital currently has over 1,400 units and over $140 million in assets under management. Wow. Talk about some stats. Sarah, friend, welcome to the show. How are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? It's awesome. Thanks for having me here, Chad. It's really great to be here. And yeah, I'm super passionate about helping people in their wealth building journey. So happy to hear what you'd like me to share with all this great audience. Thanks audience for being here. Yes. So for those of you who do not know, Sarah and I are actually co-sponsors of multiple deals that we have done together with Quattro Capital and Sugo Capital. So we have a lot of experience working with each other. I have had the blessing of watching how Sarah has developed the relationships with the limited partners and investors that she has come along with her in her deals. And it's just amazing the number of repeats investors that you have, the number of people who are just so loyal to you because of the truth and results that you provide and the education. So what I really love to focus on today after we hear about your awesome background is I really want to hear about that nine to five to full-time investor shift in two years real quick. But after we get into that, I really want to spend some time going through as a limited partner, as an investor, should I be being sold? in the beginning or should this be more of an educational process like you know how how to know when you're being sold versus when you're seeing a good investment and i know you're this is really something we can spend a lot of time talking about but before we do tell me about you tell me about how did you go from 9 to 5 silicon valley corporate entrepreneur to full-time real estate investor in less than 2 years yeah so it was less than 2 years of taking action but it was over 10 years of educating myself and Wait, 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 wait. So you mean it takes 10 years to become an overnight success? (laughs) Right? (laughs) What I mean to say is a lot of people out there listen and listen and absorb and create dreams and hear of other people achieving what they're dreaming about, 
But unless you take action, you're never going to reach those dreams. And so that's why I say that. It was eight years of me studying real estate and going to real estate conferences and dabbling in single family home rentals and losing a lot of money there, spending a lot of time there in that space and continuing to learn and continuing to learn. And it wasn't until a shift into multifamily a few years ago and some really, really clear goals that helped me shift my life. Incredible, incredible shifts in my life. So I encourage you, all of you listening, you have to take action on what you're listening to. Otherwise it doesn't affect your life, right? So yes, and and I'm really passionate. A lot of my education is working with investors on how to create a plan of action to step into investing because oftentimes ignorance, it's not a bad word, just means you haven't learned it yet or you don't know it yet, leads to fear or hesitancy or non-action. And so a lot of times I work with people to develop an education plan so that then they're totally comfortable when the time comes to make it an investment and they can step over the line and begin wealth building. So I, it, that that's I mean that kind of pairs everything that we're going to talk about. But backing up more to me, so so I did start studying real estate about ten years ago, and um, I went through Rich Dad University, and you know took all these courses with all these gurus, and it all seemed a bit like overwhelming because I was looking at all of the options, and I was kind of dabbling in all the options, and it was a few years ago. One night, this is. This is my turning point where I was dabbling in real estate. So I had some single family homes I was managing. I had two young kids, two and four years old. I had a great Silicon Valley director of engineering job and I was dropping my kid. Yeah. (laughs) I'm watching the air quotes for those of you who are listening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was dropping my kids off at 7am at the before care at preschool and picking them up after the aftercare had closed, you know, at like 605, they're waiting on the corner with their backpacks in the dark, little kids. Dare workers like you're late again, mom. And I was just like so stressed out and running so strung out. And I put him to bed one night and I was not a nice mom at all. And I saw myself, I had this like out of body experience and I viewed myself in my life and I was like, Ooh, I'd be real embarrassed if anyone saw me right now, the way I'm acting to my, my poor little children who hardly even see their mom. And it was like, it, it hit me. It hit me really hard that my life was not this beautiful, successful fairy tale that I'd worked really, really hard for. And so it was in that moment that I went to my husband and I said, we need to change some things like seriously and drastically. And we'd both been dabbling in real estate together and learning. And I said, real estate's the way for me. I know it, but we need to take severe action so that in three years, I am completely out of corporate so that I can drop the kids off at school. I can pick them up at two o'clock. We can spend the afternoons together. They know me. I know them. And so we made a really, really specific plan. And for a year, I got up at 4.30 in the morning. I learned more. I took action. I learned more. I took action. And I sacrificed a lot in that in that year. And it didn't feel good. But you know what? We're, sometimes it's worth it. Like one year of really uncomfortable turned into the next year of super comfortable. Like 5Xing my income and cutting my work hours in half. That's great, right? <laughs> Flexibility to 
you know, run my life the way that I want to. And so, you know, a lot of people want to do that in real estate and they step into real estate for that reason. And I just encourage you all, if you're listening and you want to be in real estate, make super, super clear goals for yourself and take action. I teach my investors to make 90 day plans. You do that at work, right? Why not make that for your education around investing? 90 day plans, goals, take action. It can happen. It can work for you. So, so that's my story. And now, um, like you said, the Confident Investor Summit and, and educational events, I put those on and that's a way for investors to come to get intense education. It's all free and really learn about different types of investing in order to select what works for you. Because what works for me might not work for you and, and vice versa. So I love giving that education. And then you know, from there, teaching people how to do diligence and step into those different types of investing. That's that's just fantastic. And you know, what I heard there is wow, you had an out-of-body experience and you saw yourself, right? I mean, how many of us just need to stop what we're doing and just look at ourselves? You know, you might be going towards a job you hate, you might be in a career you hate because the money's good, or none of the above, you know. But if you don't like what you have, change it, make a plan, do it a little bit at a time, take bite-sized chunks and change it. You can read all the books in the world. And if I, I'm going to let out the, the truth here, I'm going to have a virtual background here behind me is a big bookshelf of books that I looked at for years before I actually read them, you know, and then I read them and I did nothing with it. But now once I'm doing something with it is when, like you, I have five, 10 X my income over the last couple of years and, and it, it can happen so quickly. So, wow, I just, I commend you for that. I love that, you know, you, you examined your life and just decided this is what I want it to look like. And this is what it looks like. And we need a plan to get from A to B and you executed, right? Yeah. And, and helping other people to do that. So even extending, you know, my mom, she on Friday, she called me, she retired because she started investing in our syndication. She's in your syndications, Chad. She's in other syndications that I'm part of. And, uh, you know, two years ago, she was like, oh, that sounds too good to be true. I am not going to touch that. You know, the 10 foot pole, this sounds like a scam. And it took me, you know, really explain it in depth. And so I think that's why I'm really good at explaining it now is because I walked my mom through it and I was so passionate, like, mom, this is a way to retirement and that the stock market can't do for you. And, you know, security that the stock market can't do for you. So yeah, you know, yeah. share, share with people as well, bring them along. Let's talk about that because that that is a giver's heart right there. And what makes your group and our group and very few groups out there different from a lot of the, we'll say, institutional money who just wants you as another number in their deal, right, is you care about the people you're working with and, you, and you've developed a sense of being able to explain this complex stuff simply and educate people. Let, let's get into that a little bit. You know, the Confident Investor Summit is one way that you do that, but you know, your primary function is building relationships and educating our investor base to help them make the right decision because every deal is not the same. Not every deal is a right for every investor and maybe it doesn't even fit the plan that they want to get to. There's many ways to invest in real estate that have different benefits, you know, that may not be right for every person. So let me just kind of pass the mic to you and let's let's just kind of talk through your strategy and how you take what you know and start to help people do better for themselves and build their own wealth. Yeah. So the first step is to connect with them emotionally. So whenever I start an educational event, we start out with you know, the aha moment that I had. I try to invoke an aha moment in people. So take a look at your life. Where is it today? Is this your dream life? If not, 
Where's the gap? And let's shoot for something really tangible in the future and talk about how we can get you there. So stepping into, so if you guys are, you know, real estate investors and you're looking to bring partners along, bring investors along, you're looking to raise capital. Um, this is how I do it. And I've raised tens of millions of dollars in 2021 so far using this strategy. So I really get people into their hearts and into their vision. So can they visualize extra vacations to Europe per year? Can they visualize retiring five or 10 years earlier? And then we look at those numbers. What is it going to take to achieve that? And look at what they have and see what kind of real estate investment can get them there. Some people need to be really like way more active in their real estate investing, like fix and flip or wholesaling because they don't already have a chunk of cash to work with. Some people have a huge chunk of cash and it's sitting there and it's not doing any work and they don't want to do any work. So passive investing, perhaps indications is really great for them. So teaching people how to identify their goal with investing. Because a lot of people say, is this a good investment? Well, it depends on what your goal is, right? And what you have to start with and the time frame you're looking to achieve that goal. So really walking people through a process is what I do in the beginning. And we look at over 15 different types of real estate investing in order to say like, this is good if this is your goal, this is good if this is where you're at. And we go through that. And then if people decide, hey, a syndication fits what I'm looking to do, it would help me achieve my goals. Then I take them into what is this indication? How to analyze it? How to, you know, a lot of these terms, PPM, LP, preferred return, hurdles, waterfall, like what does all that mean? Equity split, like, okay, what is this? I've never heard of this. So I just educate on terms, on structure, on things. And then I teach them how to do due diligence. So how to do due diligence on me, how to do due diligence on Chad. <laughs> How to do due diligence on my different partnerships and then why it's so important to pick a market and how I do due diligence on a market. And so this is good for people who are going to be doing their own investing actively. They need to know this, right? And also people who are looking to passively invest. You know, it's a it's a credibility play. They know, okay, Sarah knows how to do due diligence. So if she chooses this market, it's probably going to be a good one. And then I teach them how to do the analysis on the actual property and read the PP and analyze the PPM almost to a detriment because sometimes when we go to have an offering, they're like, in section 8.4, line three, it says this, can you help me? And I'm like, uh, Chad, we got another one. <laughs> you know, and I have to say, Sarah has some of the most well-equipped investors because I've had lengthy conversations about legal jargon that people usually don't look at. So good job <laughs> to your detriment, but. <laughs> yeah, and so. But they know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting into. Exactly, right? they great. know what they're getting into and they understand and they're comfortable. So educating people when there's not a choice on the table is really key. So there's something called lizard brain. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but in the financial world, in the money world, it's a thing that you know if you have a decision to make and it evokes an emotion in you, then you're not able to make a rational decision. So like children, when they're crying and you say, calm down, like it doesn't work. Well, it's similar with adults when you're trying to push an investment on them and they don't understand it and they're just trying to understand it and you're trying to get them to say yes, like it doesn't work. It doesn't feel good. If they don't understand it, they're going to say no, back away. Oh my gosh. But if you try to get them to understand what you're offering first, like your model or your type of investment, and they get really comfortable when they're not trying to make a decision. So they understand the benefits, they understand the taxes situation, they understand everything about it, and they're calm while they're learning 
don't get them in an emotional state of trying to make a decision while they're learning. And then at the end of learning, they're like, oh, I learned all this. I am so excited about investing in this type of thing because I know how to do my due diligence. I know that I trust you. I know that you're going to bring me something good. And so they're like, when's the next thing, Sarah? When's the next thing? Like literally I get emails every day. When's the next thing? When's the next thing? I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me finish due diligence with Chad and the team. So this morning I was like, all right, those of you who are waiting, we got something coming up. But yeah, really getting into teaching while not in an emotional state, then they're going to start asking you to invest with you instead of you trying to get them to invest with you. And I mean, that that's like sales in anything, right? I mean, if someone's really pushing something on you, you, you back away like the used car salesman. And if they're, they're not pushing, you come to them with your question. So you just got to mimic what would feel good to you. That, that is some amazing gold right there. And, and folks, if you heard nothing else, if you're being sold, walk away from the investment because it's probably not good for you. It probably doesn't match your strategy. And if you, don't, if you don't understand it, you do not need to be dropping five or six figures into something ever, right? Number one, there's, there's two rules that Warren Buffett taught me. Number one is don't lose money. Number two is refer to rule number one. And his saying is don't ever invest in something you don't understand because then you will lose money if you do that, right? Yep. Yep. Definitely. It could be the best investment in the world, guys. But if you don't understand it, you will make a mistake. Right. Yeah. And there's extended mistakes. So like, are you using the wrong entity to invest? Because maybe it's great for you to use your IRA. Maybe it's great to use a trust. Maybe it's great to invest cash in your name. There's so many ways to invest. So even if it's like, Ooh, this is a good investment. Then there's another step. There's a tax strategy step. There's a, you know, an entity planning step. There's, there's a lot of things to consider. There's timing, there's bonus depreciation. So, so just cause you know, this is a good investment. You also need to invest in it well and in the right way. So yeah, exactly like you said, Chad. Yeah. And another point that I want to draw back to that you made early on was talking about understanding the investment and understanding which investment is right for you. Like you said, there's, there's, I mean, you said 15, I'd say there's hundreds of different ways to invest in real estate oh, you know, for sure. and, and variations of how to do it. You know, everything from ATM investing, which I do consider real estate investing all the way to warehousing and everything in between. Right. But think about it this way. Someone can show you, I like examples. I have to talk in examples because I'm a simple man. Right. So example A or exhibit A Someone hands you something that says, I'm going to 5X your money in three years. But the key here is it's a development and you're not going to see a dime off of that for or five years. Like you will, you will put money in and in five years, you'll get 5X back. Great. Well, if your goal is to leave your job in two years, like Sarah just you know talked about doing, that doesn't help you, right? You, you'll be, it'll be great down the road, but that doesn't help you achieve your goal to, to be able to compound on that. So you, you have to understand not only the entrance and exit plan, but how it benefits you along the way. And is it, you know, the, your primary question, my, my coach, Trevor McGregor has always taught me, your primary question needs to be, am I making progress? Well, in that case, that is not making progress towards your goal. If your goal is cash flow over two years, right? Yep. And it doesn't mean it's a bad investment because that could be the perfect investment for a 35-year-old who's using their IRA to invest for 30 years from now because they yes. don't care about cash flow at all in that situation. <laughs> yeah, I can't touch it for 30 years anyway, right? Right. A lot of people say, which is the better, you know, if I have two things I'm working on, which is the better one? But it's, yeah, exactly that. It depends on your goals. And also there's even things like, you know, two things could have the same return structure and one is in Colombia and one is in Georgia. And you already have five syndications in Colombia. 
Okay. Well, it is a super great market. I have a lot of apartments there, but I'm a huge fan of diversification. So if the return structure is totally the same, one's not better than the other by any other criteria. I might say go to, to Georgia just because you get some diversity in your in your location, maybe diversity in your team. So there's a lot of there are a lot of things to consider. And I always tell people if I don't think it's the right investment for them, I'll tell them don't invest in this one. Doesn't mean it's not good. It just means it might not be the right one for you. And so I think that people when I tell them, no, this isn't good for you, they're like, oh <laughs> okay. Well she tells me no sometimes. And when she says yes, I believe her. <laughs> yeah, and that's so important because just like you said, not everything is for everyone. And and the last thing that anyone, the last thing that a good sponsor wants is people with investor remorse. Right? You've heard of buyer's remorse. It's no fun when someone gets into something, realizes that it's not good for them, and then the phone calls start happening, and they're they're, they're scared. You, you don't want people to be scared, you know. So, I love what you're saying here. This this is really, I mean, the only reason any of us are doing this we can you know we've been doing our own deals before we started working with private equity and, and and limited partnership investors but we've learned a way to a it gives us all economies to scale we all do better when we all buy a bigger property because we can hire better teams we get better economies of scale on capex everything is better right but we've also learned that we can help with the movement there is a movement today of the average american person is actually taking an interest in their financial acumen right gone are the days of handing over your whole wealth to a pension plan or to a mutual fund manager and hoping for the best cuz it doesn't work anymore right so it's just it's amazing that not only do we have an opportunity to help others but with people like sarah sullivan here you can educate people in the right way so that they can help them themselves properly. And also it doesn't hurt to build credibility with each other either. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many people who, because of, you know, especially since COVID, but even before all the online education that's out there, like the wealth of knowledge that can be accessed by people now that maybe wasn't true 10 or 15 years ago. I think that is also leading to what you're saying where people are like, oh my gosh, these opportunities are out there. Well, yeah, what my wealth advisor is telling me, this is actually not the best thing for me. Sometimes it is, you guys, sometimes it is. And some of you have great wealth advisors and financial planners and all that. And some of you have people investing at 5% for you or 7 or 10%. And that that's not going to get you anywhere fast for sure. So it's, it's so important to learn for yourself. But then, like we said earlier, take action <laughs> so you can actually take make action in your life. <laughs> Yes. And and on that note, I think my favorite thing about what we have today, take this podcast, for example, right? When I got started in real estate and when I was learning to be an engineer before this, right? I didn't have access to everything that we do today or even as good as we did five, 10 years ago, right? So or it, there were five or 10 years ago as good as we have it today. There's a book on my bookshelf that I read by one of my early mentors. And when I read it, and I started doing this for myself, I learned, oh my gosh, this book was written in 1995 and the strategies are out of date by about 15 years, right? So the, the strategies in principle are right, but the timeliness of the data is so far off that it's not applicable anymore. We have access to podcasts and YouTube channels and things where you get real-time information from people who are doing this or succeeding or changing their stars in the way that they want. And you don't have to wait for them to write an autobiography in 35 years to, to see how they did it. So pretty cool, if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. And something else I would say on that note is pay attention to the people who have actually gotten to where you want to be, because there are so many naysayers out there. And, and I ran into so many naysayers 
along my journey. And I just said, but I know people are super successful doing this. And I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to hold on to that light that I know there's these people that I see are super, super successful. And I just kept my eye on the successful people and let the unsuccessful people who were saying, you know, this isn't going to work for one reason or another, just fall off into my background. I love it. That is so fantastic. Wow. Well, this has been an incredible episode, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on and just talking about how you help your investor base and how you educate them first and, and warning people that if you're being sold, walk away because you probably don't, you know, aren't ready for that investment if you're having to be convinced. So fantastic. But before I let you go, Sarah, there's a couple of questions that you get to answer that I ask every guest on the show. So you ready right. for this? All right. So we at Quattro like to understand everyone's superpower. What is it that makes you amazing? What is what is your most valuable skill in this industry, do you think? Yeah, I think it's being able to teach. So something about me I didn't mention is that I was a teacher in a circuit school. So I opened with a friend, I opened a circuit school in Silicon Valley and I taught people trapeze, aerial arts, partner acrobatics. I mean, if people mess up, they could be paralyzed and stuff like that. So I had to be really, really clear. And I had to really make sure that people understood what I was saying because they didn't and they got it wrong. They could get severely injured. And that's really similar with money. (laughs) If you're trying to talk to someone about money and investing and they don't get it and they do it wrong, they could get severely injured financially. And so I think all those years of practice of of teaching people while their physical health was on the line, now their financial health is on the line. And it's that same diligence, like I need to make sure that they get it completely right and don't make a mistake. That same passion has carried forward. So I I think that's one of the big differences. So I'm looking at my calendar over here because I've known you for how many years now and I did not know that you used to teach in a circus. That is something we have never talked about, Sarah. So we're going to have a phone call after this. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So Theo and I did partner acrobatics and we taught that together. And then I taught the the aerial art. So when we lived in Europe, I went to circuit school. That's really cool. Okay. <laughs> you learn something new about your friends every day, folks. Yeah. Unfortunately, with COVID, we haven't been able to, to do it recently because all the indoor spaces are closed. But yes. when we get back to yes. it, I'll send you some footage of our performances. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Well, we have now heard a lot of reasons why you are awesome and you've changed your stars and everything, but I know you had some failure along the way. What is your biggest failure to date and what did it teach you? Yes. So single family home investing is amazing for some people. For me, it was not. So I live in California. So I was investing outside of California because California doesn't cash flow for anything. And I wanted to invest in emerging markets. So I chose markets that were far away. I didn't do due diligence on the property management company. And I got burned really bad because they did not do a good job. They were like, oh, you got a few homes. I'm not really going to pay attention to. You're all the way in California. Well, you can't get a hold of me. It was, I mean, we lost, we lost so much money because we didn't do due diligence on the property management company. So now that's a stickler of mine. Like who's the property management company? Because, you know, Sarah can be great. Chad can be great. 
but we're at our house every day. We're not at the apartment building every day. The property management company is. Every time I've lost money in real estate, it's because of the property management company. And so a lot of people don't do due diligence on the property management company. They're like, oh, Sarah and Chad are great. Oh, the property looks great. The market looks great. Part of doing due diligence on the team is the property management company. So everyone, whether you're in single family home rentals, whether you're in commercial, whatever you're going to invest in that property management company, like go above and beyond to like where you feel stupid asking some of these questions because they're the people who are going to make it or break it for you. Wow. And you know, we were on a call just this morning going through a due due diligence go no-go on our next project. And what was Sarah picking on? She was picking on our already amazing property management company and questioning, questioning, questioning. So I see it. I see it. Very smart. Very smart. (laughs) Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. And last question. I believe that you have a, an ebook out there or or a course or something. Uh, Yes. Yes. So it's 10, 10 steps to passive investing from a nine to fiver who quit their job. So I don't know how you're able to share that, that link, but if you share it, it's really quick. It's not like a big old thing. It's more of like read it in 10 minutes, do a checklist, but it's how to step into taking action. So it's the steps that I took. It's the steps that I take all my investors through. When I do three-day workshops, it's the base, it's the foundation for those workshops. So yeah, I'm happy if you guys read it, take action, email me if you have questions. My email is on there. So I'd be happy to talk to anyone about those steps. Fantastic. And folks, that will be in the show notes. Just scroll down and you'll see that link right there. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been an incredible and insightful episode looking into you as a person and how you help others learn how to invest the way that you and I do. How can the listeners get in touch with you should they so choose? The best way is my website, sugocapital.com. There's a space at the bottom. You can sign up to be, put your name in. You'll get invited to all the events that I have. Also phone number and email are on my website. I'm not afraid of people just reaching out, calling me, emailing me. That's what I'm here for. So um, sugocapital.com. Fantastic. All right, Real Estate Runway listeners, this has been another action-packed episode of the Real Estate Runway podcast. Until next time, over and out. How is your company managing your capital raising process? Syndication Pro is the number one solution to help real estate syndicators and fund managers automate fundraising, investor relations, and reporting. Syndication Pro is a solution that is trusted by hundreds of firms, large and small, with billions being managed within the platform. Here at Quattro Capital, we have seen a drastic improvement in our ability to provide better customer support to our investors, a co-sponsor module to our alliance partners when partnering on new acquisitions, ACH distributions, an SEC compliance CRM, and even the ability to take soft reservations on upcoming projects. Look for the link in the show notes to try Syndication Pro risk-free for seven days. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.